0: Hello, I'm Attorney Stephen R. Golden of Stephen R. Golden & Associates. Our firm is a full-service law firm dedicated to the middle class and businesses. We excel in areas of business and real estate law and litigation. Our firm can also reduce your debt through negotiation or bankruptcy. Our attorneys have experience in wills, trusts, and probate, helping you to maintain your family's wealth and pass it on to your loved ones without taxes for a free consultation give us a call at 626-228-2710 that's 626-228-2710
1: 626-228-2710 time to dive into another hour of living by the word and it is sponsored by the friends of living by the word ministries on 99.5 kkla Living by the Word does not necessarily reflect the views of KKLA staff, management, or sponsors. Let's get into it.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to Living by the Word Ministries presentation of. The Bible Information Brokers a live presentation. Daryl E. C. D. Fulton here with Brian Allen and Professor Craig Hawkins. I affectionately call P. C. H. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we well, we got. I mean, I almost got a. A, a, a brain enlightenment listening to a professor and Dr. Brennan uh, go over those the very tough issues in life and dealing with those things of life and there's never going to be satisfaction for all the answers that we have to deal with that because that is a very interesting subject matter and thank God that I believe we have a God that is that is indeed just that's my personal belief and believe that it's all going to work out in the end we wouldn't even let us know his reasons why, maybe it's just Deuteronomy 20, 29, 29, Craig. Those mysterious things belong to God, but those things that are revealed for us. So I'm still struggling with all the stuff that he's been revealed to me as I go through my chronological reading, Brian, chronological reading through the Word of God. But now, without further ado, I'm going to ask Professor if you would take a little bit of time, again, and let the people know, because it's very important, about this trip that you got coming up on in October, and also then to segue into giving the people what, you and Dr. Brendan was talking about this whole issue about uh, justification in life and what, what it's all about. So, Craig, can you let the people know how they – well, I'll, you let them know about the trip. I'm going to let them know how they can give. Okay, I'll gladly do that. But actually, I do want, I do want to finish up
3: talking with Dr. Brendan and, okay. and, and um, my comments. And, again, our, our heart goes out. You know, it, folks who don't know, he lost uh, his wife and his two daughters uh, to a, a drunk driver. Um, and I just can't imagine the pain that he's experienced and suffering. And our heart goes out to, to all this happened to. And, you know, Daryl, I, I can try to get my mind around that. My, again, my family has experienced some great losses as well, right. but I'm not saying, you know, I'm, I'm trying to match his. I can't imagine what he's gone through. Exactly. Although, Daryl, in just a moment, I want to have you mention the book that you were talking about last week or two. Sure. You know, um, a phenomenal book um, on de- helping in dialogue with folks. What I would argue is that the, the, the God we serve, the God I serve is, is gracious. We suffer horrifically. People suffer from uh, cancer and, ma- and maybe the, uh, I, and I don't know, I don't have some type of chart that I can compare these two. I just know some people have experienced incredible physical suffering. I can't even imagine what they've gone through. I would have just given up, said, no, just take me home. I'm Forget it. I'm, I know, this chemo, radiation, and the side effects, uh, and then having it re- recur and then going through it again. And I just like, oh, never mind. I'm going, take me. I'm done. Um but seriously and then um, perhaps worse though is is the loss of loved ones and the other suf- suffering um, uh, you know w- it's so heavy but but our god is gracious and our god meets people where they are and he doesn't cause it he allows it uh, we are the cause if you want to look at uh, i would argue the problem of evil whether personal or academic Uh, whether the inconsistent triad or by J.L. Mackey or some philosopher or just a John Jones Q. public grappling with the difficulties we go through, uh, I would argue we are the source, that is our sin, uh, individually and collectively would be my answer. Individually and collectively, federal headship, yes, but also individually, we are the source of evil that's come into the world and that some people, yeah, do worse than others but we're all guilty before god and yet god in his grace and mercy bestows kindness upon us and i just want to gladly receive that so i don't claim to understand all of this i don't claim that i've experienced all this as some certainly have like dr brendan what i do know is that i serve a god who does care and who entered our world and christ suffered horrifically to relate to us to redeem us to save us Deliver us is what that word means, to deliver us from the effects of evil. And and my friend, what I want to say to others listening now is, you know, no matter whatever you've gone through, and your life may be relatively pain-free. You may have never really experienced any uh, personal suffering to the extent that some of our listeners have right now. Uh, your life may really be the, the paradigm uh... the Paragon that people would look at and say, uh, you know things all are all as well. Daryl, I want to segue a little more, but would you give us the name of the book? I yeah, think well, it's just so good. it's going to be I'm very glad you said, and
2: actually, uh, our good Dr. Brendan actually uh, challenged me to read it, and it was timely because even after the time he asked me to read it, he didn't know that I had a, a family member that actually committed suicide, and now I'm dealing with a, another family member, extended family member that uh, overdosed. And so when you're dealing with those type of things, what do you say to a person? In the book, the little uh, pamphlet by Harold Ivan Smith is called, When You Don't Know What to Say, How Timely, When You Don't Know What to Say. And the uh, subtitle is, How to Help Your Grieving Friends. Folks, that's what the body of Christ needs to step up and do. Thank you, Professor.
3: Well, sure. And as Dr. Bennett himself would say, there's times you simply you love people by being there with them and not saying anything and exactly. not trying to answer, not trying to give an answer. Of course, this program is about trying to give an academic, uh, a reasonable, consistent explanation. But we realize there's times and places and circumstances where people go through that we don't know that. We we just don't know. I know god well enough to know he is good and gracious and he allows things and i have to say look i i don't know and so i'd have to follow his advice or signs when
0: i don't know what to say and i would have to simply be quiet and i think of the apostle paul you know you thorn in the flesh yes. and he came he went to the lord three times you know and he said my grace is sufficient for you know uh and, 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 and
2: You know, I heard one of your favorite guys, Charles Stanley, just talked about that today where he said it wasn't no simple little guy, he came to God, three little short prayers about, you know, uh, you know take this thorn away from me, like, you know, like three times in a row. It was some agonizing prayer, I believe, going on. And with that, at least that's what his thoughts were.
0: And, and I'm thinking, you know, it had to be pretty, pretty painful because he asked three times. And, you know, after the Lord told him three times, and, and that's how patient God is. Went to him three times with the same answer, you know, but and totally so did. and so. What happens is, uh, you know, you just have to trust God to know that you know it's good enough. What? Yeah, so
3: yeah, and, and 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 absolutely, Brian, and the and the wickedness of sin, and that's why sin is so abhorrent because our sins have caused people to have a sin nature, and then they run over people and, and murder them, uh, you know, whether intentional or not. This this is what happens when so. I mean, just on a personal note quickly, when, uh, and I've had family members die at nine years old of can- brain cancer, a three-year-old drowned in the pool with my sister's children. Uh, and so, you know, that's into our family. Uh, and that's pretty, uh, heart wrenching, but, but you know, when I, when I see stuff like this, I, I'm mad at myself because I allowed evil to come into the world because I ratified the decision with Adam and Eve. I said, yeah, do it. I've ratified that decision a million times over with my sins. I'm the one, if I don't want to find somebody to blame, I'm the one who brought evil into the world. I personally, but I would argue, by the way, don't, uh, others listening, yeah, yeah, Hawkins did it. Yeah, you, you did it by well. yourself, and baby. So did That's you. Right. I did it individually, and we've done it collectively. Mm. And yet, God doesn't say, you know, you bonehead, you, you nitwits, you are harsher language. He he sympathizes indeed christ empathize with us he became one of us he entered the world and he personally according to the author of hebrews chapter 2 experienced death physical agony and suffering who knows what christ went on through on the cross and the two three days if three days and in, and uh, in, the, in the underworld or well at least in, and um uh abraham's bosom so at any rate i don't claim to understand that what i do claim to know is this people listening right now you may say i've never gone through any of this but you still know there's something wrong with your life you still realize there's something wrong with society and it's not just lack of education or uh, our jobs or financial opportunities so yeah those are problems i agree and and we want to try to rectify them but you know what if everybody had health insurance that would make it a perfect world I'm not arguing against it. I'm just saying that there's something deeper. There's something more fundamental that's wrong with us Why we're messed up individually and collectively. And even if you are the epitome of human, um, of, of being human, you're still a broken, empty person. There's still something missing in you. You know, and you know this. I don't have to belabor this point. You know all the things you've tried to stuff in your life. They have never brought you fulfillment, contentment. There's always something more you're searching for. You're chasing after, whether literally actively running after it or just pursuing it at some other level. You're still looking for what's the meaning, what's the purpose, what's the significance, what gives life meaning, what makes it worthwhile in spite of all my success and what have you. What would bring that significance to me and my friend it's only found in a person jesus christ of nazareth it's found in a personal relationship with him oh by the way though it's not just that you are a sinner you are imperfect you have ratified adam and Eve's original uh, decision you have sinned sin means to miss the mark sin is anything contrary to the will of god it's not just that god's bigger than you and he's he makes the rules and you have to play by him it's that by definition the things and guidelines he gives you are for life and that more abundantly so if you use a Rolex watch as a hammer, you can do that, but that's just not what is intended for. As good as the Rolex watches are, as good as they are, they were not made to be serve as hammers. And so uh, if you use it as such, don't be surprised when it breaks, right? When it no longer functions as it should or look as good as it originally did before you tried to use it as a hammer. Well, you and I have done far worse than using a Rolex for a hammer. We've taken our lives and used them for things they were never intended for, trying to live away and trying to meaning purpose significance in ways that were never meant to fulfill people indeed only through a personal relationship with god can you find fulfillment contentment let alone deal with these sins the penalty for our estrangement the penalty for our disobedience for our willful obstinate going our own way stiff necked would be the biblical term doing our own thing even when we know it's wrong i'm not here to condemn you i'm here to tell you god forgives you if you will trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior, if you will ask for forgiveness, if you acknowledge you are imperfect, that you cannot save yourself and thank God for what he's done through Jesus Christ. And I don't mean Jesus of Buddhism or Hinduism or Islam or Mormonism or Jehovah's witnesses. We're not bigots. We don't try to be mean to those people, but their Jesus is not the Jesus of the Bible. You know, what's the fastest growing crime in the Western world? Identity theft. Somebody takes your identity your social security, your driver's license, your address, but they're not you. Well, there are many false counterfeit Jesus, as we're told about, Second Corinthians 11. There are indeed hundreds, if not thousands. We're talking about not any Jesus, not somebody named Jesus, but the Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, that's who we're talking about. We're talking about the one who was the second person of the Holy Trinity, who came to this world, lived a perfect life, died for our sins, rose again for our justification, If you would trust in him and him alone for salvation, he will come into your life right now. I'm not saying you'll be perfect now. I'm not saying life will be easy now. In fact, your life may have been relatively easy and it's going to get really difficult, but it's the truth. Life and that more abundantly, fulfillment, contentment, satisfaction is only found in Jesus Christ, let alone the forgiveness of your transgressions against the Supreme Court, holy triune God of the universe father son holy spirit you've sinned against him you told him where he could go you flipped them off use whatever word picture you want you get the idea and you think he's amused with that not at all but the wise person asks for forgiveness here now in this life because there is no once you die too late my friend but there is hope right now trust in christ believe on him and know right now wherever you are whatever you're doing he will forgive you acknowledge your sins repent of them turn away from them turn towards god and jesus christ and find eternal life otherwise that's the good news otherwise the bad news you will meet him as your judge for all eternity and let me tell you this word of the wise
0: that's not the place you want to be take the former trust in christ as your savior eternity is too long to be wrong you know there was there was a I think about uh, those of us who were born in the United States. Some were born in poverty, in different third world countries. Uh, some were born with a uh, spoon in their mouth. You know, their, their parents left them, you know, $10,000 a month trust funds. But, you know, there's something, uh, I, you know, I wrote down. And it's like you have to play, you know, you have to play the hand that you dealt with, okay, in the situation you're in. But when I think about that... No matter what hand you're dealt, if you have that Jesus card, you know, in your deck, you're never gonna lose. You're always gonna win. No matter what, no matter what life has dealt you. Okay. So when I think of the people, Craig, that you 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 go and, 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 uh, yes, and, and minister to Mister Two in the third world countries, mm-hmm. I think of like, say, the ultra millionaire, billionaire. I think of just, you know, average Joe Blow, whatever the case, whatever cards you were dealt with, the best card to have in that deck is the Jesus card. Yes. Because the fact is, with that card, you'll never, ever lose. You
2: know, Brian, when you would start talking, I thought you were going to go the direction of this debate I heard with one of the questions that came out to the subject matter of does science refute God was the very thing that you started off by saying that people had never heard about Jesus or the third world country you're going in, Craig, is predominantly all the different religions and Christianity is like low, lower class on the totem pole, as it were. And the question was, if a person was all, all they know, it's a pretty common question, if that's all they know, then the likelihood of them doing that is that. This is the scientific debate within the nested. Souza said, hey, if that's the case, no, I, I was born in that situation. And And I accepted Christ. So science would not be able to refute God in that regard, but at least from the standpoint of people accepting Christ, that's the Holy Spirit's job. Our job is to do just what we just did, simply give the word of God out in its proper context. And we
3: did just that. And then I do want to say, and you extend the opportunity to me, then we'll get back to the phone calls. Um, By God's grace, I'm going to the umpteenth time to India uh, coming up October 1st. And I will be going there to train, as we've been doing for the last four or five years, pastors, Christian leaders. And I will still be doing that, but I also get the chance to train about 25 pastors, Christian leaders from Myanmar, uh, Burma, if you will. Officially a Buddhist country, very hostile to Christianity, can cost you your life in some places. Um, It's not to be messed with uh, in the sense of uh, what we're talking about here. But I have the privilege of training around, if not more than 25, and I'm going to go do that by god's grace and you can be a part of that you can pray for me uh for safe travels for favor uh, from god and getting across the border and uh other issues uh it's not too hard to get across the border at the major crossings but at other places it, it can be difficult um but but here's the point as well and folks have already sent some money in but i need to raise another thousand dollars got a hundred wow praise god thank you oh, I need to raise another $900, <laughs> and, and why? So I can pay myself? No, that's uh, I don't like to talk about this, but I'm gonna tell you, no, I don't get paid to do this. I'm, this is so I can give the money because we don't charge them obviously, but we need to pay for the places where these people are going to stay. They need to stay there for a couple of days while we do the training. We have to pay for them. and <laughs> It's really dirt cheap compared to America. I need to feed them. I need to give them some, some, you know, liquids. <laughs> it's very hot there. Um, we need to be able to get to them there, the transportation. You are helping to provide that. I'm doing the teaching by the grace of God. You can pray and help me me to do better by the god, grace of god and the holy spirit faithful to the word and conveying to them what they need to hear and so you can help pay for the, one of the translators uh because some of them speak english a few do not and again for food and lodging and travel that's so uh, apparently hundreds come in again tonight some some already came in i need to raise nine hundred dollars more so that we can can do this and i'm leaving october 1st so i want to have this in place And so I got to tell you, folks, there's and I I have not done this on purpose, post these pictures up because of safety issues for them, Um, but I'm probably going to do this, do it in a manner that I can, you know, not give away their identity so they don't get in trouble. Um, But I want you to see who we're dealing with. I want you to see these people. I want you to see these aren't figments of our imagination. This is some hyped up, made up nonsense. These are real people who love God. Many of them risk their lives for what they do. Many of them speak... I'll speak four, five, six languages. Some of them speak ten. Um, uh, I can train them. I can't go in these other areas because I'm a white guy. I tell you right now, and I stand out like a sore thumb. And everybody watch me, and and where I go. And you're white. Yeah, sorry. You're just Brian. like that
2: big guy that passed the restaurant. You know Go ahead.
3: Uh, inside <laughs> joke there, folks. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I am caucasian brother
2: so but 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 to the point you
3: can be involved in this. seriously folks you can be involved look the, the, you hear these uh, uh, statistics about the unreached peoples groups well this is where we're going i mean by not by design just these areas god's opened up for me and others who go with me to train these folks and then these people go and lead many others to christ in fact Ranjit, who i'm working with he was led to the lord by Pastor Mung. Pastor Mung is the main guy we've been working with in India. And then he coordinates people from Nepal, from Bhutan, from Bangladesh. When's the last time you were there? Look, folks, uh, I'm willing to go and uh, and then share the gospel and teach these folks and help them to be better equipped to deal with reincarnation, transmigration, Mm -hmm. the various issues they deal with, the occult and whatnot. And some of them come from a Hindu background. But they don't understand buddhism or vice versa the guys from Myanmar generally know buddhism but they don't really get hinduism or islam but they're having to and so i'm saying a lot but i gotta get to the point you can be a part of making a difference i don't know how else to say this to you it's one of the investments of a lifetime maybe not the but it's certainly one of them to me it is the investment of, yeah, of, a lifetime. Course, of course it is the greatest privilege spiritually i feel i've had other than my wife and my children and uh, whatnot the greatest ministry opportunity I've ever been given is going to go into
0: these trips to India let me jump in folks those that are that are still up listening to us uh, you can go you know go go to the website right now bibleinfobrokers.com click on donate and support and give online if you can and uh, let's see if we can get as much as we can tonight, okay, before we go off the air so we can get this done. It's $1,000, and that's from everybody, okay? That's that's a little—raindrops make the storm, okay? And just put on there uh, for Craig's trip. It'll ask you for the amount and then what it's for. Put it for, for the professor trip, for Craig's trip, however you want to do it, okay? And, and we did have someone just come, you know, do a hundred bucks? So we need nine hundred more. Okay, let's, it's, it's, uh, uh let, let, I mean, pray about it, obviously, but I mean, I, I know people have a hundred, two hundred, three dollars. There are people that
2: have that. Okay, they have, they have a thousand. So let's see if we can get it done. You know, folks, I'm gonna, I'm gonna even say this even further. The bottom line is, Professor, just like Brian and myself, we're not getting paid for this. That's not the issue. The issue is this man professor is paying out of his own pocket for him to go to be able to go there I think that's wrong. He knows how I feel about it. They've been talking about this for years. The Christian church has God's money, and uh, folks, you need to give it up. You need to give it up for things that you trust and believe in. Sure, just don't give it to me because I'm saying it, but if you've been listening to this radio broadcast for any of the time we've been saying this, if you want to come check us out any kind of way you need to check us out, then please feel free to do so. But my bottom line is you need to start supporting those Christian efforts that you have witnessed and has been somewhat consistent in your life and building you up in your most holy faith. Faith. If you were listening to this radio broadcast, at the, of the time, there should not be one person that cannot send $5 unless you just don't really have it. If you don't, look, God understands that. We're not going to be looking over that. So the raindrops that uh, create the storm or makes the storm that Brian said, is his expression is Dear Daddy used to always say. And of course, he used to always ask, Can he come and you know, take the collection? I said, No, Mr. Allen, you cannot take the collection. <laughs> that was all a joke between him and I. But the bottom line, folks, everyone should be able to either go on the website or send us a, a check. Tonight, And we're going to go back to the phone call. But, Craig, this is not just for your situation. This is for ministry about God's money that he put you in charge of as a steward. It's not your money, Christian. It's not your time, your talents, and the stuff. God gave you this stuff for his glory. Now, please, step up and glorify God. We're asking you in a small way. Such a small amount of money compared to the foolishness that goes on that people get tens of millions of dollars for. So I'm going to simply say this again. Go to a website, BibleWinForBrokers.com. And I see you out there, Jerry and Elmonte. Thank you, Jerry and Elmonte. I don't mind saying your name. God knows who you are, but I'm not saying it just for the sake of saying it. But we thank you very much in advance. You can go to our website, BibleWinForBrokers.com, give by way of internet, or write the check tonight and mail it tomorrow. Or get a money order tomorrow and send it to us at the Bible Info Brokers. You can make it out to LBTW and write the check of money order out and send it to uh, P.O. Box nine zero four seven seven nine zero four seven seven Los Angeles, 90009, 930s nine, and a 9 at the end. Mail it tomorrow. Go to the website now. Thank you in advance. Brian. Yeah, I do want
0: to say I'm going to switch reels real quick, and, and I'm going to put this out to the listening audience, and I'm going to put it up on our website. But um, last Thursday, um, uh, one of the uh, 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 teachers from Violet uh, spoke on uh, uh, the What is Truth circuit at Core Church. It was a, cl- a closer look at Islam, and he did an excellent, excellent job. Uh, and so uh, I would encourage people to listen to it. it, it uh, you, can, and you can go to Core Church's website. I'm going to put it up on ours, but you could just go to Core Church LA. Uh, corechurchla.com and click on the link latest messages and just look under august 17th what is truth a closer look at islam phenomenal job and just an excellent teaching on how to witness to Muslims.
2: And Brian, I'm going to go real back right quick to what we are talking about with Professor Hawkins also. Thank you for the information on that. Please go to CORE's website get that information because all this is the ministry. All this is necessary. Brian, we got this new technology where you send a text out to people. Many people may not be listening to us now, but a part of the ministry. Is there any kind of way we can send a flash text and just a simple a simple request on what we've been saying? We need a thousand bucks, but even more it comes in, we can still use that because folks over there need money. I'll do it. They need help. I'll do it, so can you send a text tonight. out there and get that done? Folks, tonight. take advantage of this opportunity to be a blessing as God has blessed you. You have God's resources. Please use Him wisely. Now, gentlemen, after all that, and I wish, I, you know, I dare someone, matter of fact, I'm daring anyone to say that we're begging. Man, please, we're giving you the privilege and opportunity to be blessed for eternity by investing in God's kingdom. That's what it means, that. So anybody out there that even had a thought, easy, y'all, y'all getting off on this thing. What's, it's not just about this trip, Craig Second, It's me. I have a, uh, what, what do I call it, a pet peeve about this and Christianity for a long time. Probably for time. about 20
0: years. A whole uh, long That long time. I know of. Yeah, I Man,
2: know, I don't know get we're me long-winded started. on this, but yeah,
3: you're not paying for a building, and we're not knocking a church yes. building or an office building. You're not paying for cars. You're not 100% paying for, of the
2: money is going to us.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, that, so it's none of that. This is going towards people to pay lodging, food, travel expenses,
0: mm. And nice. guess what? If it's more than a thousand, guess what? There's more brochures and more books oh. and more material that can go there.
2: That, well. Craig knows the needs out there. I mean, I'm sure when he leaves there, I man, you got to leave those people in those huts and all that kind of stuff. And they're going back to the home when we go going to our fine home back in the States. I know there's a struggle with that, brother. Let's get back to these phone calls, guys, because I, I don't want to stop talking about that's this. That's right. That's what we do, huh? Oh, that's right. Craig, what's this? Craig, what's the number? <laughs> Ah, right, thank you. I do. <laughs> you see, look at his face. I it's, have it
0: handy. You well, have, Go ahead. No,
2: it's one triple eight. La talks. It's one triple eight five two eight two five five seven. Okay,
0: there. That's the right one. Jeez.
2: You know what, folks? We apologize in advance. I think we, we're Dad, no longer going to eat before we I got your we come number. There. That's what yeah, counts. You, you got sure. that right, baby. You can send me a text. <laughs> Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to uh, Brian's best friend, Douglas from Los Angeles. Can
4: demons and or uh, uh, sorcerers? cause
0: illnesses in Christians? Ooh, I, I, well, they cannot, um, demons or sorcerers, they cannot, how can I say it, um, Without permission. Uh, be inside of a Christian because of the Holy Spirit, but I think they could have an influence on Christians insofar as um, uh, uh, illnesses and things like that. I, I think of uh, Job, okay? Yeah, nice. You know? uh the devil had his way with Joe. And Joe who did you mention earlier tonight, Brian? I don't know. The Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul. Three, three times. Yeah, there was sent to me a messenger of So Satan. so yeah, uh God does allow that and uh but as I said a a, a demon cannot possess a, a a Christian. So so let's let's deal with this. Yeah, thanks Brian, good, good points. First of all, but
3: maybe a Christian. First of all, they can never do it unless God allows it. God has to give permission exactly. for it to happen. Job was permitted to be buffeted by the evil one. Paul was permitted to be buffeted. We're told in Second Corinthians uh, twelve. I believe, um, uh, for this to happen. So God has to allow it. And one of the ways He will allow it is the Christians who are in gross sin, yes. particularly Christians involved in the occult, doing the very thing, messing around with Ouija boards, thinking they're a game or funny, going to a palm reader, a tarot card reader, a so called psychic or medium, whatever term they want to use. In that sense, you mess. That's like going in the yard of a, a rabid pit bull or Rottweiler, or what have you. And says beware of dogging you go back in there anyways you're gonna get bit and whose fault is it uh be yours uh i.e generic yours um so i would argue doug other than that look there are so many stories and i've actually seen things like this in in india and nepal and elsewhere but when you're a believer and you're in the will of god uh, the devil can't touch you the demonic realm can't touch you because God's hedge of protection is upon you and in fact there are many accounts I don't want to say stories because stories sounds fictional and I don't like the postmodern term tell your story now keep your story to yourself actually uh, I want to know what has God done
0: um, emphatically and so God tells us Brian yes? yeah and and there's repercussions too I, I think of I think of King David you know just you know the what he did and the sins sin that he committed he was forgiven and he was but there were consequences precisely that. so if you're in sin here you go uh
3: i mean sorry sin is yeah you're going to get the consequences i have gone to people's houses and uh huts literally i kid you not i have the pictures to show you if you wanted to who are were known as major basically uh, occultists in the area in the whole region of india one place in particular a gal going to trance states be possessed by spirits I, I don't fear that if i'm walking with god and doing god's will now if i'm in sin i'm going to fear that no because god's promised to protect us his spirit lives within us greater is he that is in you than he does in the world right first john four three and four james four six seven and eight right submit yourself unto god resist the devil and he will what flee right. from you right. so so what what's the principle here um uh, isaiah 54 for example and please uh, parallel this passage if you're taking notes. Some
0: of you, I know, do just that. And Craig, and, and that's group? and that's now that's with the humble attitude. Now with some yeah, cocky attitude. Yeah. Uh, well,
3: so, oh, you messing me? I got
0: God. Yeah. When yeah. I hear
3: these guys on TV, uh, oh come on, devil, you know, call them names. I think of Jude. Even Michael the Archangel did not dare bring a railing Raleigh. accusation, but said the Lord rebuke you. So I don't go around calling the devil names or making fun or caricature or mocking him but nor do I fear him when I'm doing God's will. Otherwise I wouldn't do it because I go to places where the is practice, where people get killed. Let me be blunt with you, okay? You don't mess around in some of these areas. And do I not go? No, because God's promised to protect us and watch over us. And I meet with people who are considered, they don't really, we would call them sorcerers, uh, uh, sorcerers, sorceresses, magicians, whatever. And I don't fear that. And again, there's stories of, of, of missionaries talking about this, Don Richardson and others, where the local witch doctor or whatever they call themselves tried to put a spell or bring so-called magic or black magic against people, and it actually came upon them, just like with Pharaoh's magi- magicians. Mm-hmm. Just like Pharaoh said, you know, I'm going to kill the firstborn, and <laughs> Mo said, man, you just mocked God, buddy. That's going to happen mm-hmm. to you. And the principle is, for example, now, again, Proverbs 26.2. Proverbs 26, verse 2, but for time's sake, I'm just going to read from Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54, verse 17, it tells us, No weapon forged against you will prevail, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. As others have well said better than I, when you're doing God's will, before it's your time to go, you are indestructible. You have nothing to fear. People who fear are just giving into, uh, well, false fear. There's no need to. If you're doing God's will, it's not your time to go, and you're obedient to him, he's going to take care of you. What kind of God would he be? And what, what God, what kind of God would he be worth serving? If he couldn't take care of you, it wouldn't protect you. But he does, and I know this not only anecdotally not just from from accounts i've been there
0: done that myself and i'm going back again and, and it's funny when you think of you know what, what craig's going into the hatred for christians you know <laughs> dr craig oh man i can't wait to go i'm excited you know because he has his trust in god and god, he knows god is with him. i was in a village
3: i kid you not in india in a remote part of India. You have to get a special pass to go in this area because it's by the Chinese border Um, where they're disputing and fighting over it. where literally, for example, in this one village, I dealt with some tribal chiefs, elders, whatever the term you want to use for them. Uh, a guy had done something and had uh, died, and uh, they believed he was he was plaguing the village. Mm. So they exhumed his body, wow. cut his head off, yes. burned his body, and hung his head up on a tree. I mean, mm. you think these guys are
0: playing? No,
2: joke, no joke. Wow. <laughs> You think I'm exaggerating? Wow. Doug, I hope that's helpful to you, brother. So, it was for me. I know that. You, know what, you, know,
0: me, you, know, you know what I, I want to do is... Um, I still have, Craig, from the very first class I took from you, Tools of the Occult, back mm-hmm. at Simon Greenleaf. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're on cassette. I think I'm going to. Cool. Ha-
2: Huh? set cassettes? We
0: have C-s- those still? Yeah, well, I'm, I think I'm gonna take those. I think those would be the next ones. I'm gonna put them up on the uh on the internet. Most of our listeners,
2: not even I won't say most, but a lot of our listeners don't even know what a cassette is. Probably the one we're talking well, about. Google it. Yeah, you Google it. Google it the most and then Bing they, it. B i n g. Google it and then click image. There you go. Listen, folks, if you're interested in, uh you know. What do we do with people struggling with sin for a long time? Or did Jesus know about uh, if he was the son of God before age 12? Or if you're concerned about where we are in Bible prophecy? Or even if you want to know about do we rest in peace? Where do we go when we die? That's going to come up momentarily. But right now, I want to go to Yolanda and Covina and talk about what, Yolanda? Welcome to the broadcast. Yolanda, are you there? Well, Yolanda's not there. Can you hear me, Yolanda? Okay. Put it's been an put, it on hold, put it on hold. I will put it on hold. Yeah. And now we're going to go to Beverly in the city of Pasadena. Beverly, thanks for holding on and calling in. You're not going to mess up my Hello. good little line there. <laughs> go right here. Hello. David. How you doing?
1: I'm doing fine. And you?
2: Doing well. That's a wonderful name you have, by the way. Beautiful name.
1: Thank you. So my question was, um, when you die, um, and do you rest in peace until God comes? Or
0: does your soul go where it's going, to heaven or hell? Well, the Bible says uh, um, your appointment wants to die, then judgment. judgment. It also says uh, to be absent from the body is to be at home with the Lord. So you're going to be with—you will be with the Lord as a Christian. So you it will be a place of peace. But uh, what's going to happen? Your your soul will be with, with, uh, with the Lord, and then— uh, at the time of the uh, rapture, okay, that's when we're going to get our new heavenly bodies, and I think that's in 1 Thessalonians where it talks about that. Uh, I think Craig's going there right now. Uh, but at that time, uh, yes, we you will be in the presence of the Lord.
2: Hey, Professor, before you so, answer, before you add mm-hmm. into there, I used to have the same question, uh, Beverly, about the Old Testament saints, and if you think about uh, that example that they talk about as far as the rich man and Lazarus, how the rich man died in, in Abraham's bosom. The whole mm-hmm. idea of that is the, the peaceful aspect of it. That's the first thing I thought about, not necessarily the scriptures that Brian was using. I thought about that after the fact. PCH. So Beverly, okay. yeah, great
3: question. That's okay, one of those thank you. that's one of those phrases that though that is a, a a humanistic saying and it's not really biblical. What I mean by that, Brian just said it. So by peace we don't mean you go to sleep or, or out of existence as some believe, what's called soul sleep. As as Brian said, whether in Second Corinthians five seven and eight or Philippians 1, 21, 23, to be absent from the body is to be present from the, uh, present with the Lord. So you're in peace and in sense it, it's joyous because you're in God's presence, but you're not just you know in some blissful catatonic or you know zombie state or something that mm-hmm. you're alive and in God's presence. And on the other hand, those who do not know Christ, who are outside of Him. Now, they're definitely sorry with all due respect not in peace in fact we're told for instance in second peter chapter 2 second peter chapter 2 talking about the deliverance of folks like a lot and whatnot it says if this is so and, and it is then the lord knows how to rescue godly people from trials and to notice to hold the unrighteous for the day of judgment while continuing their punishment so in other words their final sentences their final sentencing is still to come Allah revelation 20 but they're already under punishment because god knows they're guilty so there is no peace for the unrighteous they are in in punt they're being going to be punished instantaneously after their death because of the rebellion against god and the believer is not is in peace in this sense if you mean peace in the sense of shalom or arene in greek hebrew or greek respectively that one is in harmony with God, that one is in a state of, 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 of joy, then yeah, peaceful, but not in the sense of peaceful as in sleeping or, you know, not aware of anything.
2: You know, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. That's okay. an excellent question. I huh? hope oh, that's helpful I had, to you.
1: I had one more question
2: real quick. Well, Beverly, um, it has to be real, real quick. Go ahead.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I was just wondering when you, when you go to God's judgment, does everyone go, or does that
4: is that only for Christians?
2: Well, the, the judgment of God is going to, the, the so-called great white throne judgment is going to be for unbelievers, and the judgment seat of Christ is for the believers to de- do what, what they did after they were uh, right. in Christ.
3: So the, believer, okay. the, the unbeliever goes, because basically it's like you think you're good enough to get into heaven, mm-hmm. you think you're okay. That is a, a judicial reckoning, if you will, for their sins and imperfections against God. Whereas the believer goes to the Bema seat, B-E-M-A, the Bema seat, and they're judged not for salvation or or for punishment, but they are judged for rewards. That is, either you're rewarded or you're not, depending on your motives, what you did, how you did it, why you did it. So 1 Corinthians 3 and 4 would talk about the judgment of the Christian. Again, not for salvation, but from salvation for rewards or not. And the unbeliever is going for the final hearing if you will and sentencing uh for their disobedience against god
2: and, and Beverly, if i can say this before you go it, that's the whole idea about i think it was in ephesians or where it talks about the idea of that we are saved on to good works so we're just not saved just to be missing hell and go to heaven but we're saved on the good works and those good works are even going to be judged because it looks like okay with us but god knows for sure but thank you very much for that phone call Beverly. excellent excellent question now let's go back i'm gonna give yolanda another chance yolanda are you there with us Yes, I am. Very good. You missed my you missed my little crescendo there. I was building up to you, and then you weren't even there. But now I'm you are. So but thanks for calling. That's okay. And what's your question for the next Okay. Okay. Um, do
4: demons and angels have
2: free wills? Well, Brian, you might be qualified to answer this question. No, I'm still. Oh, because- oh <laughs> boy! Only because of his yeah. knowledge. Oh, nice. because, Only because of his oh, knowledge. because it was about
0: angels, right? So, oh, that's right. Well, yes. yeah. So, yeah but, I I person <laughs> pers- <angels> I <laughs> I personally believe that angels. Well, angels uh, and demons were the demons are angels, fallen angels have free wills because look what Lucifer did, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, they he took a third of the angels with him, and so they had a free will to uh, not stay where they were and to rebel against God, and God gave them the boot. So yes, the, I I I believe the Bible teaches that angels do and demons have free wills.
2: Amen. Okay, Yolanda, okay. I thank you very much for your thank call. Thank you. All thank right, guys, look like we're almost in fourth quarter uh, row. If we can keep rolling, we get all these questions to ask and answer. Mm-hmm. Dan from South Bay. Brother Dan, how you doing, sir?
1: Hi. Hey, did Dan. I you, did
2: Craig said that you're white. Say it again? No, caucasoid. <laughs> no, he was, we were talking about something else, Dan. That was okay. And
0: we said his hair was white.
2: Yeah, his hair was all white. The, the one that Brian <laughs> thought was Craig, his hair was all white. And about another extra 400
0: pounds, Craig, he <laughs> was bigger than me. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, you guys, can I copy my techniques of bus throwing? We're going oh, we, we some some sound to give you partners? some new glasses, Brian. Man. <laughs>
2: oh, we did, We just had a misidentification there. That's why I was trying to get back back on track with the demons and angel question. <laughs> Go right ahead. Craig. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff.
1: I, I thought Craig said he was white. I thought he was like me. We're kind of pink.
2: Well, that's another story.
1: I met, I met him, and, and and some of our friends might even say, "Well, well we're not white; they're light skinned."
0: Okay, yes. you
1: leave my Irish brother yeah. alone. Let's go. And, right. and, and, okay. and, I, and I'm not black; I'm guys? caramel, right?
2: <laughs> okay, listen, we, we're right. in the fourth quarter here. Let's let's get, let's get this question out.
1: Okay, let me go to the question. Uh, Last week I had a question about uh, what they're talking about, Revelation, uh, and September 23rd. But I want to know, and I know this isn't your area of expertise, Craig, but I know you have an understanding and, and a belief on where are we in Bible prophecy, and what is it we need to be looking for? Jesus said when these things begin to happen, and next year will be 70 years since Israel became a nation, and he said a generation. Uh, so where are we in Bible prophecy and what things do we need to be looking for?
3: Well, um, my personal conviction is <laughs> we're certainly closer to the second coming of Christ than ever. I know my grasp of the obvious is incredible. It's what my wife says. No, but, but seriously, Dan, I think we' we're, we're <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're way down the road and you know i think israel being a nation you know i always chuckle at the people that are post mill or all mill they say well you know this stuff happening i'm like well whether you believe it or not israel's back on the land and they're looking to to find uh, to, they've been making the tools and the garments and whatnot to reinstitute temple worship and in, in, in historic you know J- jewish sense
1: they have the red heifer yes
3: yes they found that so uh the ashes thereof uh so at any rate um I think we're really moving down the line and and look at the emphasis upon one world government. Look at the emphasis going towards a cashless society. I don't think it's the motives are all evil, but I believe the evil one uh, through the Antichrist. And by the way, Anti in Greek doesn't just mean against. it can mean it does mean in replacement of or in place of. So he is in place of what the true Christ? A he is against the true Christ, but but this system is already being set up. We see this emphasis upon globalism, of uh, downplaying the sovereignty of nations and going towards you know regional governments and and, and certainly a one world government. And again, yeah. the cashless society, the computer technology, uh, they can tra- you know people want to track you. It's amazing what they can find out about you and and whatnot uh and, and the ability of s- satellites to, to spy on people mm. it just it's concrete it's chip, mind-boggling. mind boggling my F- Chip,
1: facial recognition yes all yes. Lines, yes
3: yes yes yes. Uh, you know all of that it's 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 inc- and these cameras are there you know i i know people sell security cameras and they're like they're all over the place and i've read in articles where you know cities have cameras all over the place how many times Fortunately in a good sense are used to catch somebody who's committed a crime, but they will be used in a bad sense to simply spy on people and inform on those who do not accept the, the one world government and system. So I believe we're way down the path. Um, now I still hold with Luther. Someone asked him one time, what would he do if he knew God was going to come back tomorrow? Jesus. He said, I'd plant a tree mm-hmm. and he wasn't being a jerk or flippant. He was saying, in other words, I've so lived my life. i have so dedicated to Christ that I don't have to go out and do anything. I'm not going to bust in the fourth quarter, if you will, mm-hmm. because I've been doing it my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, but, but again, and not flippantly, but to the point, that's why I'm going to Myanmar because I believe there is a, an urgency to get the gospel out. And, and so my motto is, look, it take me forever to learn all these languages. I've got guys ready-made and gals who already know the languages, who have the heart to go into the deeper recesses of Burma and other countries, Nepal and whatnot. I'm, I'm involved in training them because I believe that we need Amen. to reach them with the gospel. There is a sense of urgency on my part because yeah. of the lateness of the hour. And yeah. I don't want to just—and and I'm not knocking your question I because I love your question, Dan. No, I'm in agreement but, with
1: you. But I don't <laughs> just want to talk
3: about it. I want to get out there and make it make a difference. You bet.
1: That's right. We, we need to grab one more before you take. Yeah, out. you
3: know, and, and I'm not knocking. And we obviously believe in ministry in America. That's what we're doing. This program, right? That's the That's bulk right. of our audience. But I believe, you know, most Americans, many of them, have heard the gospel. I'm. I'm like paul not in the sense of stature but in the sense of hey i want to get to some areas where christ has not been preached i want to reach some people who are going to go literally where christ has never been preached before or not for a hundred years fair. or more but many of the places never i have to help train people by the grace of god i kid you not who have gone to regions go are going to regions where the gospel has never been preached
2: and then and, we'll know, yeah, it, and we'll know so, by God's judgment.
3: So, yeah. So, Dan, yeah. as you can tell, I'm fired up because I believe in the lateness of the hour. And uh, I just want to just talk about prophecy. I want to be involved in fulfilling it, that the gospel is literally preached to the uttermost parts of the earth so that Christ indeed can will return. And, Ryan, real quick, and
0: Dan, that's why me as Captain Kirk calls him Spock because he goes, no man has gone before. Yeah, thank you very
2: much, brother.
1: (laughs) I want to amen all of that, and I want to say that, uh, that the money needs to come in, and the extra money, and I'm going to send a little bit, and the, and the extra money that comes in will go for books and and other things. It's material definitely it goes for material and uh, just whatever, material. whatever,
0: whatever, whatever uh, yeah. it takes to, to to make that 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 I always love coming
3: back home because my bags are so much lighter because I carry all the books and and pamphlets and everything over there because they they can't get the stuff. I got it. I take it to them. I'm going to say no one thing: will,
1: every dollar will be counted, no dime will be wasted. Uh, right. So they need that. They need the materials right. over there. So I'm praying and believing. Yeah. That uh, excess will come in more than the, the thousand dollars, maybe two or three thousand over. Thank so you know, much, Dan.
0: And, and I'm going to say this, you guys, to our listeners. Thanks, Dan, brother. Appreciate you. Bro. Um, you know, we've been talking about the funds, but at the same time, there's a lot of danger. But yes, the Lord is with him, okay? Uh, you guys put Craig in your prayers, okay? That's very important. You know, prayer is so important, okay? Make sure you, when you know, when Craig, I mean, Pray now. Start praying now. That's what I like what Dr. Dobson used to do. He he talked about praying for his kids. He said he was praying for them when they were infants dealing with issues with their high school, college, and everything else down the road. And so I say pray now for the professor because— uh, it's so important that you mm. do that. So let's, yes, we do need the money without question, but at the same time, prayer for Craig's safety and his traveling mercies, that's important Well, and too. these gentlemen, and, and let me just say
3: this quickly, Dan, because you said, you know, excess, i.e., in this case, over the $900 that we need now. You know, out. and many times, you know what we've done? We simply, we leave the money there. We leave it with them yes, to be that's used beautiful. for that's ministry. What I'm about.
2: that's what I'm talking about. Don't bring about. it home. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, Brian, you mentioned something about prayer, and before we get to Thank Michael you, and Wayne... Really appreciate you, Dan. Real quickly, I'm going to say this, guys. I went on the like you know the radio scanner. People can download a radio scanner for the things that's going on in your community, fire and police. And I'm going to institute and bring it back to you the next couple of weeks. How I want people to get involved with listening to the scanner in your area and praying. For those people, especially the things that are the serious crimes, I mean, very serious crimes are going on out there. You can hear it real time, and if you can give me 15 minutes a day, all I need is 92 people to cover a 24-hour span. I'm going to bring that information to you and get it set up, and you hear more about it, about not only praying for Craig, but praying for the community that you're in, in real time, in real life situations. It's amazing what goes on, and you have access to it. I'll let you know about how to do that. Oh, let's go to Wayne in the city of Pasadena. Wayne, thanks for holding on and calling in. Hey Wayne, turn off your radio. You got me here. You got me live. Okay, Wayne, that's three, two, one. F- All right, you right there, Wayne? I clicked you on hold. I'm gonna give you another chance, Wayne. Are you there? I'm right here. All right, uh, turn off that radio if there's any background noise for me. Appreciate it. Okay, let me turn
4: off the radio. Oh,
2: okay. Well, take your time I'm getting up, Wayne. Hey <laughs> <laughs> right, brother, what's your question right, for the My
4: question is, uh, I have a twofold question. Okay. One question is, if you're struggling in an area you've been struggling for a long time in, for a long time, but you feel you say, but others don't, and you show fruits of um, repentance and you show fruits of um, the spirit working in your life, what is the process, uh, what is what is um, like a definitive um, moment of so, uh education where you'll just be...
2: You mean for yourself personally, or whoever it may be, or the people that's judging well, no, that you're not saved? Which yeah. one are you talking about? It, it, <laughs> it's you know what the it, idea of struggling for me is is a key word for me.
0: You know, and it's a lifelong process. You know, you know we're 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 always sinning, and the devil knows where to tempt us, but we need to. Uh, but we don't have to sin, okay? But what we do need to do is we need to definitely be in prayer. We need to be in God's word and we need to stand on God's word because he he will and can deliver you from whatever that is. And accountability. But but accountability. the devil You know the Bible says the Bible uh, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. It says he comes to do it. Doesn't say he will do it. He says he comes to do it okay and so like i said he knows where you he knows where all of our weaknesses are and believe me uh what's going on with you goes on with a lot of christians it you know that that's that's what happens to christians but like i said uh you definitely need to be in prayer, you need to be in fellowship, but you also definitely need to be in the Word of God. Even though you didn't out.
2: say it was you, Wayne, if, we're assuming that it was you by, by our talk, but I no. mean, we just so oh, it's me, yeah. It's so, me. You know,
3: yeah, so, so important. I'm so glad you're asking this, Wayne. And and some would say there's a definitive moment. Uh, Greek would be a kairos moment, but some believe in what's called the second blessing or what have you. But I would argue, like, Brian, it's it's a process. It may not be a definitive moment, but it is something that we struggle And we battle our whole lives and you'll have strengths and you'll have, uh, excuse me, you'll have victories and you'll have losses. Uh, But we don't have to sin, as Brian said. Uh, We choose to. We don't have to. Uh, The devil can't make us do it. Um, uh, So we can't, uh, I believe, overcome. But it's, it's a battle. It's a lifelong battle. And most of us struggle with certain sins. You know, the one you struggle with may not be mine and vice versa, but we both struggle. And there's some sins you will probably struggle with till the day you die. Uh, But again, that doesn't mean you have to give in to them. I know people who are have leaning towards homosexuality. Uh, They are attracted, let's say, to to men, you know, as homosexual, of course, Uh, but they don't give in to it. Uh, they struggle against it. They their whole life, though, just as, you know, a, a normal male we would argue is attracted to women, uh, they are attracted towards men, and 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 yet they know it's wrong, and, and they don't give in, or if they do, they stumble. They know it's a sin, and they repent, and they move on, and so so it is whether that's gluttony or or, or heterosexual lust or whatever it is, my friend, in the battle, in the fight, but Christ has made you a slave to righteousness. Yes. yes. Uh, a friend of mine teaching Sunday school class today did a great job on Romans. 5 talking about now our enslavement literally to, to God to righteousness so it's a battle it's a f- pitched battle there will be battle there will be war there will be battles you will lose just simply because we give in we don't appropriate the tools not,
4: not, right there professor right there when you say when yeah. you give in yes now when I, I the reason why I was getting to this was because I was just reading Corinthians 1 Corinthians 5 9 through 13 right mm hmm mm-hmm. So that means, for instance, where where I go fellowship now, they should kick me out because I'm 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 not married and I'm still fornicating. Well, not me, every day. I'm not in a relationship like that, but I do fall in that area. So I just was okay, wondering how did that go? Okay,
3: but let me give you an example. Now, let's be specific, then, okay? So it's one thing well, you listen, tell
4: me. You not say the first part was talking about the the uh, the person with his mother, but the second part was talking about a person that's... This right, right. Yeah, fornication. And right. goes on to talk about covenants. So, Wayne, let me talk the distortioner. Yeah, okay.
3: let me let, let me try to an- answer this, and we yeah, our times brief it. deserves seconds, more right. intention. So it's not that you don't sin, and therefore I kick you, you kick you out of the church because you sin. It, you struggle with it, uh, and on um, you know, and it, some days you don't give in, some days you do. It, that's not the person. you, you guess excommunicated. It's a person, for example, who's living with his girlfriend and will not repent.
4: Right. Doesn't oh, stop it. okay. See, so you.
3: you're living with somebody. You're consistently doing. You're well, saying, and I'm going to do right. it tomorrow, Jesus and do it the, the next baby,
4: day. You're not even trying to repent.
3: Okay. Yes. I'm okay. Hold on. Wayne,
2: Wayne, uh, yes. before you go, offer Amen. Galatians 6-1 yes. to anybody that's already saying you're not saved. Offer Galatians 6-1, In okay? In Romans 6-6. In Romans 6-6, okay? Wayne, we got to go, brother. We close out the great, show now. Great question. Appreciate bro. you, man. Mm. All right. Uh, Michael, again, we apologize to you. Um, I'm going to ask that uh, uh, Rob will talk to you off, off air because we're just running out of time. Brian, 30 seconds.
0: Uh, one thing that uh, Pastor Steve says that I like, uh, go to... Uh, As many people as you can this week, and let them know that there's a God in in heaven who loves them.
2: Absolutely, Professor. Thirty seconds.
0: Romans six eleven, and
3: uh, is a great passage. Also Galatians as well, chapter three, phenomenal verse. Galatians actually give me Galatians five sixteen. Romans six eleven. Galatians five sixteen for that. Hey. Go with God and, again, appreciate your prayers and, if possible, financial support to pay for the food, lodging, travel expenses of the guys and gals we're going to train from Myanmar, from Burma, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Be a part of
2: that. Folks, Wayne is my final thought. Could you do what Wayne did? Well, if you don't do it on the air with us, could you do it with yourself personally to consider what you're struggling with? And if you're struggling, then please get an accountability person for you are with you and for you. And on behalf of everyone, Andy, thank you very much, Rob. Thank you very much. My name is Easy D. Fulton, Mama Grace and Big Daddy's baby boy. Brian, Craig, our light uh, man over there, we thank you all. God bless.